0: From the backwoods in the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors, with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan
1: Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Welcome in, everybody! Big and Wild Outdoors, none of what you just heard is true.
0: That's it. I'm getting the shirts made. <laughs> we are officially the heavyweights.
1: Brayden is here. Jonathan is here. Knock is here. Bill's not here. Glenn's wor- not well, here. Well, wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. We're working on Knock for the heavyweight part. So we're getting working there. working on it, all right. I'm we're getting on, there. Protein shake right here. There you go. A protein shake and a Wawa sandwich. There we go. See? I'm helping you out.
1: You need to add a little more things like grits, butter, Biscuits. You well, know, things well like you know,
0: we, me and him got to spend a lot of quality time last week together, obviously, with all the uh, beef that was in here. Oh, sure. You know, so it's like we had discussions about this stuff, and I told him, you know, my, my large girth, I'm like, I can bestow some knowledge on you on how you can get to, you know.
1: <laughs> Samoan signs.
0: Uh, did Glenn and Bill tell you guys they weren't going to be here, or they just...
1: No, oh, yeah, yeah. We, Bill was going back up to Bill, Pennsylvania, and he's got... Uh, He's got some hunting to finish up up there, I guess, with turkey season still going on up there. Oh, he, called, and, he told me he had some cleaning to do. Is that what it is?
0: Yeah. Wink, wink.
1: Yeah, whatever. And uh, Glenn's out running around doing something today. I, don't, I think he's collected more money. Getting panfish challenge, stuff. I'm telling you, man. The guy's running around like a chicken with his head cut off. And I just got a text uh, email-y thing from him this morning. Uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the panfish challenge is coming up on June 16th. It's going to be up at... Panavista Lodge at uh, Lake Panasofke. And kids are welcome. As a matter of fact, I think it's mandatory that there be at least one kid on the boat. And it's uh, 25 bucks per boat to get in it, 35 day of. And uh, lots of fabulous prizes that we're going to be giving away. And the newest text reads as follows. We've received $250 from Trinity Sportsman's Ministry, $100 from GMB Gator Gear, an Arrowhead Archery donated a hundred dollars to increase the biggest fish payout in the last three years. So the pot keeps growing. I don't know what we're up to now, <laughs> but it's getting to the point where if you win I'm the wait, overall if, and uh, the I'm biggest fish, I'm waiting
0: on uh, Mister Scott to show up and everybody else, you know, with his <clears throat> cowboy hat and everything else, it'd be like the old B A S S days.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, <clears throat> it could be, uh, it could be as much as a. Easy, $1,000 payout for a day of fishing, and you get to keep the fish. This ain't like uh, those bass tournaments where you got to turn it loose. You got to go turn it loose. These things here, you put them back in the bucket. Yeah,
0: yeah we turn them loose. Right <clears throat> in the peanut oil.
1: Right in the oil.
0: <laughs> and then turn them loose. Of course, now I can say this. I do have a great, great smoked or oven-made uh, panfish recipe. Really? From my granny. God rest her soul. So we used to catch them. My grandfather's had them in his pond and all that for so long. And we had them at Lake Weir. We'd catch the crap out of them up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'd knock the heads off of them, scale them, take the innards out of them. Yep. Stuff them a little bit of butter and some garlic and just nice and oven. And cre- oh.
1: It does sound delicious. Dear Lord. Well, <clears throat> just to give you an update on things and how it's going. For the tournament coming up on June 16th, by the way, Father's Day weekend. We'd also like to uh, say that we have confirmed everything with uh, Southeastern Discount Tackle. With Mark, I talked to him. I think he might even call us today. But um, he's they're going to be donating polls again this year. So all the kids that are registered to come up and show up, they'll get their free fishing poles and all that kind of good stuff right off the bat. And I think Mr. Jim wants to do something with the sponsors. Isn't he going to do like a big tri- prize? Thing giveaway where the sponsors get a ticket, sponsors ticket, and then you like put it in the bucket, and you can win like a brand new car or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> about
0: the I don't know. You're asking, hey, you're yeah. asking questions about my pay grade. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. uh, Glenn also mentioned that he's going to be picking up raffle items from Antioch Feed also uh, this week as well. So more stuff being donated for the raffles and silent auctions and all that and kind I'm, of good stuff. And I'm so. definitely
0: going to try this week to start going beating the beating the whacking the bushes for lack of a better term uh because I know of a bunch of people who've donated in the past that have already expressed and uh have told me, "Hey, uh don't forget about us when it comes to the delectable prizes that yeah. we're going to have."
1: Well, I can tell you from years experience, and of course also dealing with Titan the Drag Foundation with Sheila uh, you know, whenever you call somebody, they're always like, yeah, sure. Count me in. I'm all for it. No problem, man. Yeah, we're in with you. Yeah. we're there. And you call them two weeks out. What are we on? Well, it's silence. Like, it's like. Well, <laughs> look, well
0: dude, but you got to say this, though, too. When you say, what was it for again? Um, Yeah. It's for uh, keeping brothers and sisters together that are going through the adoption process and it's for an ffa chapter usually when you lead with those two things it's like you know
1: oh i'm in okay
0: what What can i do for
1: you no i mean they've all you know they've verbally said yeah sure we're in but then when you call them later on they're like oh i haven't talked to you know the big boss man yet and he hasn't uh given us the okay and the
0: funny the know. funny ones of those so are though is wait. when you say to the big boss band he's like what is it for and you, and, you hear, and you hear him say it in the background, what is it for? And he's like, really? And you're asking me? Why don't you give him something?
1: Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that's usually a bad day for whoever. Let's
0: see here. For for helping kids and helping the FFA. Yeah,
1: it usually is a bad day for the guy that was the go-between. But uh, anyway, for right now, we know that it is going to still be a great tournament. It doesn't matter. I mean, we're adding more stuff every single day. Uh, more people are jumping on board. I don't want to rag on anybody, but... Uh, by the end of it, I think we're going to have a lot of good stuff to give away and a lot yes. of good prizes to an uh, award and all that kind of good stuff.
0: We, we got a big. I think we got a pretty good big prize.
1: I there's there's a lot of stuff that's going to be flooding out of there. I know with Barracuda, uh, they're giving away a couple of cast nets. Uh, we have uh, living the water life giving away two very nice pairs of uh, fishing sunglasses that they're giving away. And uh, there's all kinds of stuff. i mean, with with uh, southeastern it, discount and the fishing poles and everything else.
0: Well, it's I, I can say it uh, pretty pretty soundly that at eighty five percent that there's going to be a bear-proof game feeder thrown in the pot. Really? Yes. Well, that'll be nice <laughs> for for somebody. That could also double as a fish feeder. I mean. Oh so.
1: yeah, sure. You could use it for that. I guess fill it with <laughs> some. Uh,
0: I'll have to show you the video here in just Corner, a Corner
1: feed food, fish foodie stuff. Oh, I'll
0: have to show you the video in just a second. Do you use
1: floaty or do you use sinky?
0: Uh, you know, that question has been asked to me before, and I've put floating food in our you know dad's feeder over there at the Cricket Lake and stuff like that, and I've, for some reason, we've always had an issue with it gumming it up. So I know a lot of guys that have started using they use the sinking food. I never was a big sinking food fan because I was always the one, I, like at Lake Weir, I always like to be the one that threw it. You threw it out. You throw it out on top of the water and a handful of it, and you see all them suckers just come to the top oh, yeah, and start lighting it up.
1: Yeah, looks like piranhas exactly. in all the movies. They're so, doing it. You know, all the sinking stuff, you know. I think a lot of people think that it goes straight to the catfish and that everything in between doesn't get a chance or an opportunity to eat on it, and yeah, that's not spit. true. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. But – uh I will say this, just a quick uh, rundown of all the sponsors that are helping us out on the fourth annual Panfish Challenge coming up on June 16th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. up at the Panavista Lodge. We've got uh, Catfish Johnny's is getting on board again this year. Nettle Sausage is going to be out there cooking it up. Our good friends over at Choo Choo's Lawn Equipment uh, donated some stuff. I know that I got into a bidding war last year with... Glenn over the electric mower. Uh, Brandon Ford, of course, stepped up again this year. Great folks are out there. Barracuda Cast Nets, uh, Chandler's Electric, GMB Gator Supply, uh, Coastal Angler, to name just a few of them. I mean, Living the Water Life, everybody's out there uh, donating stuff because uh, at last count, before I just got the text this morning, Uh, first place 550 bucks second place 350 bucks third place 250 bucks fourth place 100 dollars fifth place 50 bucks and if you get the heaviest bluegill it's 100 dollars and the heaviest shellcrackers 100 dollars. so without this money being added that we have right now i don't know how he's going to divvy it up but you look at it this way you'd be walking out of there with uh 750 if it happened today which ain't a bad payday for uh, going out with the kids and going fishing.
0: Well, I know there's another 100 in the pot for the heaviest fish. So Is there? Yeah. So it's up I, to two? That's what we did for oh, okay. That's what we did for the 100 to split 50 each one of them. So you got 150 for each nice. big fish.
1: Nice. Well, you can register today by calling uh, our good friend Jim up at Pana Vista Lodge. It's a good idea to do it. Let him know you're coming. Reserve a boat or a pontoon boat or a cabin if you want to stay up there the night before. Yeah, call now. (laughs) Yeah, that's what me and the kids are doing. We're driving up on Friday. Get up there so we can play during the day, get everything settled in, do a little fishing, all that kind of stuff, and then get ready for the Saturday blowout. Mm -hmm. Uh, Give them a call up there at uh, 352 793 2061. It's PanaVista Lodge, panavistalodge.com. You can go online and get it, or you can find it on our Facebook. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feet and Outdoors. Stay with us, you guys. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden and Jonathan. And not behind the glass. We're the only ones in the studio. Good morning. It's It's just us in here.
0: Watching it rain.
1: Watching it rain. It's Memorial Weekend. Everybody's, uh, I don't know. Some people were heading out of town last night, it seemed like. Some folks were staying, doing staycation, and of course the weather's going to be rotten. So
0: they'd be a little wet.
1: Daddy's going to smell like smoke for a couple of days while he's out cooking in the backyard this weekend. <laughs> because when you're wet and you're smoking and you're cooking, it just sticks on you. Hey, like glue hey, It's and, only
0: 87% today and 98% tomorrow. So,
1: Oh, sure. It'll be nice. Uh, I wanted to remind everybody, if you didn't hear uh, during the commercial break, uh, Brandon Ford, they always do this every year. It's the uh, Memorial Day sales. They're calling this one the mother of all Memorial Day sales. So if you're looking uh, for a brand-new truck or a Ford Fusion 2018 or a Ford Escape or anything like that, uh, all of it's out on sale today. They're all blowing it out. And remember, all active-duty military, military veterans, military retirees, and first responders get up to $1,000 additional bonus cash on the uh, top uh, deals that Brandon Ford is going to be doing for you. It's the untouchable super sale event pricing. Pricing. It's happening out today and this weekend. 3,000 vehicles, $100 million in inventory. So uh, they're probably going to have what you're looking for. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they're probably going to have it there. So
0: Trust uh, me. Trust me from someone who is a shopper of Brennan Ford and whose family now is shoppers of Brennan Ford. And when I see Mr. Brooksy Hall, I've got a new hand gesture to make to him since we have a running... Uh,
1: we got a rounding tally of how many every, vehicles. Every we've time sold. I walk
0: by, him, let's just say all I say is every time I walk by him, there's a finger that's added to the. You know, I've got one whole hand done, and I'm working on the other one so far. So.
1: Well, well, I, you know, I, I know uh, one of our listeners, Robert. He went down there last Sunday and got a re- really great deal on an STX. He's got a brand new uh, truck. He's driving around, and while he was there, he was like, uh, "Mama fell in love with a nice little escort," and he got that too. So. Uh, made the deal even sweeter so this weekend of course is the big giant mother of all memorial day sales so if you're looking for a mustang or a truck or a focus or a fusion or anything like that uh, this would be the weekend to go out to brandon ford and get wait a minute
0: wait a minute you said that he got a truck and she got a a fiesta i mean it might be a as nice as those trucks are, it might turn around on him pretty quick because in a week or so, it might be she got a new truck and he gets to drive a few stuff.
1: I think she's got a commute farther, so she was looking at it from gas, a gas savings. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, she, she drives. Yeah, well,
0: okay, well, still, <laughs> the new F 150.
1: Yeah, uh, they're not bad. That's true. But uh, it'll still hit you. nowadays with what are we up to now? Almost $3 a gallon?
0: Well, I know uh, uh, my grandfather's got one of the new sixes. In a four-wheel drive and he's getting 20 plus so
1: oh yeah dean earl's got one man with that twin turbo thing that thing books yeah i mean it really scoots man but i was looking at the gas prices and i was thinking of all the guys who were out this weekend when i saw a couple of guys that were at the uh, king of the beach and they were filling up their gas tanks down there at <laughs> uh, down there at uh, <laughs> bay pines marina when me and the kids were down there at the uh, harbor master eating dinner And they're standing there for 20 minutes, filling up that tank. I'm just sitting there going, and that's the, you know, non-ethanol gasoline. Oh, yeah, so So you're
0: talking another dollar on top of whatever. Yeah,
1: it was more expensive then. I think it was already $3 and some change. And uh, they're sitting there just chewing the fat, talking about where they're going fishing, yada, 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 while that thing's just going. (laughs) And I did the quick math on there, and I'm like, wow, that is... That is a lot of money to go out and go fishing. I could
0: go stay in this hotel and have dinner tonight.
1: (laughs) For the same amount of money that they put in the gas tank, I could have driven down to the Chica Lodge, stayed for a weekend, probably got a really cheap guide to go out, catch some tarpon, come back in, drive my happy butt back home, and have a fabulous uh, little mini vacation for the amount of money that went in that gas tank. And I'm thinking this weekend, you know... In a way, think of it as God's way of saying, you know what, maybe it's time to stay home, spend some time with family, maybe actually remember what Memorial Day is actually about. Yes. You know, take the time, watch some of the stuff on television, or even better yet, drive up to Bushnell and pay your respects to some of those guys and gals up there that are buried in that ground. You know, that kind of thing. Maybe it's, this is the weekend where you should just do a little reflection. Well, and
0: that's the sad part is, is the country needs it. I mean, literally, the country needs it bad.
1: Yeah, and look around at, you know, like my brothers, uh, you know, they're veterans as well, and uh, look at them and thank the good Lord that they're still here. And uh, they made it back and, you know, did so, their part and uh, got to come back and be, uh, you know, civilians all over again. So be um, thankful for that kind of stuff. Well, too. Like
0: I heard one guy say this week at the shop, it's not National Grilling Day. So no
1: it's not and you know I know that everybody takes advantage of it as a, as a weekend and you know that's okay but in the back of your mind or at least you know in your prayers you should at least you know give a little notion
0: should be it should be nod. a uh, 365 day a year gratitude but you know yeah sometimes well, sometimes we get busy and we understand
1: I understand but it's going to be a pretty tough weekend to go out and do a lot of things. Uh, the beaches all around the state. Everybody, of course, you wake up this morning, you turn on the news, and it's like, well, oh, thunderstorms, Yeah, just, I'll show you the radar in
0: just a second.
1: Uh, you know, rip currents, you know, I think over on the East Coast, you know, they've got the red flags up. They've been up for two days, and we have a tropical depression. It's going to be roaring up through the Gulf of Mexico. So it's going to be, it's going to be kind of a uh, – Type of uh, weekend, so uh, try to enjoy as uh, much as you can.
0: Had the guy, one of the guys, show up yesterday, and we're getting all kind of starting to get all of our mule deer plans ready already for September. And you know, last year when we were out there was when our nice little hurricane came through the state, right? And I can, we were both just laughing, talking about that because you know, of course, we're out there and we're watching watching it and it's going to turn and we're you know our family everybody in the family the family the wives and everybody are like it's okay it's okay we're good we're good we're good and you just i just was watching it i dropped them out and i just keep looking at it and it was like every hour you see the line just inching left and i'm like come on man and then the, you know of course then they give you the forecast whoops oh, coming right up the middle, middle of the state <laughs> i looked at the guys it was a Wednesday. And of course, we had just seen, started seeing the deer and patterning the deer. And, Honey, do you
1: really need me to come back?
0: Oh no, believe me, that was <laughs> a. Uh, I looked at them and we got the. Don't worry about it. We got it taken care of. Dad was sitting there telling me, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about coming back." I looked at those guys and said, um, "You know, there was an older gentleman that was in the group, and there was a kind of guys our, my age. You know, where the rest filled out the rest of the group." And it was one of those, if y'all want to stay married, I would suggest that we, uh, you know, I looked at him and told him that tomorrow morning, y'all got one more morning hunt. And I said, that black Brandon Ford truck out there is heading towards Hillsborough County.
1: <laughs> Probably so. a good idea. It's kind of like that advice they give you when you ask your wife what she wants for birthday. And she said, no, no, nothing. Not that I'm okay. Yeah, exactly. I don't need anything. You got to buy me
0: nothing. Yeah, okay.
1: It's kind of like the same thing with, hey, are you all right with the hurricane? I'm out here hunting. Uh, Should I come back or not? No, no, stay. No, you're fine.
0: Well, and it worked out. (laughs) It's not a good idea. It worked out because one of our former sponsors in Load Runner Trailer, I went and did like Bill and bought an enclosed trailer. So the the funny thing was is now I can see – how some of these guys, why they do what they do, I guess you could call them vultures or whatever you want to call them, but the people that bring the stuff, the plywood, the water, you know, just stuff of that nature because, you know, I had Brian and Amanda Hart from Blackjack and people like that are like, hey, can you get us uh, one of those portable AC units? Can you pick – I mean, I had – before it was all said and done, we were coming back, and in that – and thank God it was a dual-axle trailer – Because we had probably 35 sheets of plywood, 40 sheets of plywood. Pick it
1: up on your way down.
0: And we stopped in Alabama and picked it up because when we started calling, uh, one of the guys lived in Cairo, Georgia. When we started calling Home Depots and Lowe's stores, they were sold out across the whole panhandle and straight down. And I remember, and I told somebody else this too, The weirdest thing that I've ever seen in my life, and I told my kids this I said, You never, you always hear these people talk about stuff from like World War II and, you know, things of that nature and seeing stuff. I said, For me to be able to. With the shortages? For, well, no, for us to drive down for when we cross the state line. To be us and first responders and the power guys are, are the only people heading south in mm. the state of Florida. And from I-10 to where I live at, you know, where we live at right here in Dover, in that area, that was it. You know, because everybody still laughs about that Instagram video that I posted with us just driving. And you just, everybody's going north. I mean, the roads are just gridlocked but, going north
1: at least you got here fast
0: hey, yo, yeah <laughs>
1: everybody got
0: out <laughs> nobody was getting a speed ticket that day
1: well uh, you know just you know this time of year of course uh hurricane season's not supposed to start till june but
0: no it just started it's,
1: it's always uh time to be prepared you know? i thought we we're in it Nah, they say officially it's like you know starts on june to june so but uh if you're not prepared and you live here uh if you haven't done it by now then chances are you know you're in trouble You know what? Uh, Just pack your stuff and head towards Alabama or something. Uh, You know, I don't know. Go to Georgia. Georgia, wherever you think it's going to be safe. You got to do what you got to do. I I brought this up, and I actually posted it up on our Facebook page. And this time of year, you know, hunting's getting kind of, you know, down a little bit. Turkey season's over. People are looking for gator tags and all that kind of stuff, trying to move on to the next best thing. But I thought it was funny because when I put up the Wild uh, Hogs hot spots up <laughs> on our Facebook page,
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: <laughs> like uh, three
0: hundred thousand. Like, yeah, that's cute. Like
1: ten thousand people uh, went and actually uh, kind of liked it and, and commented on it because that tells you. How much hogs actually affect everybody in this state? But, <clears throat> but I'm glad Knock is here today because you and I know these numbers pretty much. But you know, for somebody who's not out in the woods all the time, I just wanted to kind of give you a kind of a quiz. And I guess we'll do that when we get back. We're going to take a quick break. It's going to be a quiz. The producer. When we come back uh, from the break.
0: He's grinning. This is going to be terrible. <laughs>
1: no, you'll be fine. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5. Whatever
0: you're thinking, double it.
1: Feeding outdoors. And, of course, uh, the great folks out of Brandon Ford. Don't forget, they're having their huge blowout. Mother of all Memorial Day sales going on this weekend. So go by and see them. Make your best deal. Tell them the Big and Wild sent you. We'll be back. All right, knock, put on your headphones. Welcome back, everybody. It is the big and wild outdoors. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle in today. Glenn's out playing in the rain and uh, Bill George is up in PA. Vince is out supposedly filming something today. Good luck on this Saturday
0: yeah. with the uh, forecast the way it is. Sure, he won't be showing up here in just a little bit.
1: <laughs> I think a little bit later. Mark from Southeastern Discount Tackle is probably going to give us a little bit of a phone call. Uh, let us know uh, about some of his kids events he's got coming up out there. Those things are great. If you got kids, it's always a good time to go up there. They do a really good little fishing seminar out there. The kids have a great time, and they do it quite a bit. I think it's like once a month, once or twice a oh, month. Yeah. And uh, Chris Seaton with Rugged Cross Blinds, he said he'd give us a call today, too. Because
0: After 9 o'clock, stay tuned in because my head's going to explode.
1: Oh, good for you. And Why, uh,
0: why do I look at Facebook while I, we're on this show? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Why? If Glenn were here, he'd be, have his head hanging low and he'd be shaking it slowly back and forth like, why do you do these things? Why, why do you torture yourself? Like, but let's have some fun right now. No! So anyway, knock. You ready? No. <laughs>
0: Come on, kid. This is a chance chance for all our listeners to learn how much I do not know anything. Well, that's what what we're
1: here for. You know know what? We need the novice so that we can teach you. And uh, these are things... uh, Look at it this way. Do you not walk away from this show every single Saturday going, Dude, I learned something today.
0: That's true. See? I don't know if it's useful for me, but that's true. You know what, though? there you go.
1: You never know. You may be on some trivia show in the future, and you may win a million dollars and have to go... Well, first, I'd like to thank Braden and Jonathan and Glenn for their help and letting me learn all about wild hogs back in the day. Otherwise, I'd have not question. i not got question thirteen. And hopefully, sending us a check,
0: you know, after
1: you <laughs> win, we'll be dead and gone. Yeah, you yeah. oh, <coughs> can send it to our kids. Oh, there you go. Wild hogs. You know, they're a problem in the uh, southeastern United States. You know, pigs. Yeah. Yes, pigs. Wild hogs. Uh, That were brought in by uh, a young man who was an explorer, Spanish guy who came in at Port Charlotte, was smart enough to bring hogs in with him and said, you know, we'll turn them loose and hunt them on the way back kind of thing. You know, Mr. Hernando De Soto, you know, he brought them here to the United States. Thank you. And um, of course, now going unchecked, you know, pigs, you know, have a lot of babies. So I ask you, how many, we have 67 counties in the state of Florida. 67 In those counties how many of those do you think you will actually find wild hogs
0: I'm going to go with 60
1: da, da, da. 67 All of them every okay. single wow. You should have made it an ABC multiple choice yeah, i wanted to I think about close. it you close. were close you were seven off it's no big deal <laughs> there's got to
0: be some without them come on yeah you know what's you really
1: funny is when i posted this up on our facebook page the first one of the guys gets up and goes there's no ho- i've never seen a hog in pinellas can i go go up to hudson go up to newport richie go up around there like on the north end of lake tarpon uh they're, Counties they're there. are
0: bigger than you think they are
1: i'm not going to say you'll find one running down the middle of pinellas uh park boulevard or anything else like that sure no Probably not going to make it through the traffic. They're not as wily as a coyote, but, uh, you know, th- if left unchecked, they would eventually have gotten here. Uh, but let me give you an estimate. How many hogs do you think there are in those 70, uh, 67 counties in the state of Florida? The rough estimate that the state of Florida gives us with their great numbers. Take a guess. Take a guess. Just, just shoot out there. Six just, digit just number. Just start shooting. Six digit? Yeah.
0: Oh. I'll help you out there. Well
1: let's just say the minimum is yeah, a six I was guess digit like 176. number. <laughs> what? I don't know. You could kill hundred and seventy six on Glenn's property in probably about three months. I mean, seriously.
0: Three months.
1: Uh, the state You're of Florida. You're taking your time. The state of Florida estimates from low to high as low as three hundred thousand to a million. In each county? In the state of Florida. Uh, in, the whole state. in the entire state of Florida.
0: Yeah, if there was that many in each county, we wouldn't. We
1: wouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> they would have eaten us out of house and home. Uh, they probably they would have to tried find? to eat us.
0: Are uh, they easy to find when you just walk out there?
1: Sure, sometimes. Not necessarily, but yeah, come, can be sometimes. It depends on where you go. It depends on how hard the pressure is, and hogs like to move. They go different places, and they roam, and you know it's not like you're going to find them all in the same spot every time, unless there's a feeder. Number one state in the union that has hogs. Which one would you think it would be? Number one state. State?
0: I'm just going to go for a guess. North Carolina? No. No. Texas. (sighs) Of course, the biggest would have the most. Texas, man. Come
1: on. Now, this is interesting. Out of the 254 counties that the state of Texas has, compared to our 67, 254 there's 233 of those counties that are considered to be hog populations
0: Yeah, You got to turn your mic on. Residing.
1: Back <laughs> no, I hit, my, I hit my cough button. <laughs> so uh, that way, and uh, they rank number one from 1 million to 3 million wild hogs running around the state of Texas. Texas has the most pigs. But we are number two. Florida is number two with 300,000 to a million. Georgia is third with 200,000 to 600,000. California is number four with 200,000 to 400,000. They got some big ones out there, too. They literally are just like almost like Florida. Out of 58 counties, 56 of them have hogs in them. So I'm figuring, you know, Orange County somewhere down, you know, L.A. way or somewhere around there. But they're overrun with coyotes and and a few mountain lions. They're watching Compton. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> more trouble in Compton. Alabama is coming in at a whopping number five, and they say in all 67 counties, 90,000 to 300,000. South Carolina is coming in down at number six uh, with 90,000 to uh, 280,000. I don't know how they get these numbers. Arkansas is next uh, with 60,000 to 200,000. Wait a minute. Aren't they the Razorbacks? <laughs> you would yeah. Think of, me, think of me number one. Uh sixty out of the seventy-five counties uh have uh, reported hog populations. Kentucky, uh they say is it's down there. It's made the top ten. Uh thirteen out of the hundred and twenty counties, they say it's only a measly one thousand to two thousand. And I'm telling you, if there's a thousand, there's yeah. way more than two thousand. Yeah, I mean you start with a thousand pigs, you gotta remember that in three months they're up to breeding age. So, yeah. So, bang, boom, pow, don't tell me that there's only 2,000 hogs in the state of Kentucky. Uh, Then we go to Indiana, which is 500 to 1,000. Michigan, 500 to 1,000. Ohio, 500 to 1,000. And then West Virginia with 100 to 500. So, you can see that it's more of a southern kind of problem, but I just think it's amazing that California California Uh rings in at number four.
0: Give them time.
1: And they are... It's Big. like a horror movie waiting to happen right now. Give yeah, them time. I'm serious, man. They're like fire ants. You know, once they got here and once they started breeding, it's all over but the cheering and the slapping of your legs. So what are we going to do? Just keep hunting? You got to keep killing them, man. You got to get out there and do it. That's why we encourage people this time of year, especially on a day like Dude, today. let me tell you Dude, something. this would be an awesome day to be out home. And I have
0: to bring y'all some, so bring a cooler. Or I'll let you know when I'm going to do it. Bring a cooler. I had uh, shot one up there at the woods, took it to owl. And he made me some ground maple sausage breakfast sausage. Oh, dude, that dude. was bad egg white. I did that the other day. I got up, Lori gets up, and I'm like frying it in the pan. Put the egg whites with it. Yeah, nice.
1: So yeah. It was, so uh, if you don't do anything this weekend, knock. Uh, you need to go get yourself a nice little thirty out six or a shotgun and uh, hit the woods. Can you do that for me, man? We do. There's going to be when, an article of When we of <laughs> course. No. Pigs. No. You'll be all right. You'll be okay. But if anything, if I could think of anything to do on a dreary day like today with the rains and all this stuff like that, hog hunt would be one of my I'll oh, go sit picks. in the ground blind. It'd be great on a day like today because you're kind of moist and you're kind of wet. It's not really, really hot. So you can move a lot and it's quiet, you know, wet leaves. It's out there. You can move around there. Oh, sneak they'll up be, on them. and
0: they'll be up and going. Trust me. Once the rain, once the one thing that always cracks me up with people with rain and with rain showers is the guys are like, why are you so just sitting there watching out in the window? Because I'm like, whenever I start to see it lighten up and you know, it's fixing a blow over or watching the radar. I love getting out there because there's not an animal on the great green God's earth that when that rain stops, they ain't getting up moving. Sorry. They're not going to lay there and just be soaking wet. They're going to get up and move.
1: No. No, you got to get off the couch sooner or later. You got to get hungry. That belly starts growling. You got to get up there and go. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Did you learn anything in that one, Nock? There's a lot of pigs out there. Yes, <laughs> and now I'm scared. Don't worry. Oh, no. When we do I'm the big and now. wild,
0: when we do the big and wild hog hunt, we'll, we'll hook you up. Don't worry.
1: And, and, and apparently, we're not eating enough of them. So uh, get yes. out there and uh, go do some hog hunting, and go do what you got to do. do. Your part to save and conservation. That's what it is. That's what you got to get out and do. There's your data. Save our woods. Kill a pig today. Yes. All right. We are the big and wild outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. By the way, you can go out there, get a shotgun, get some bug shot, get yourself a nice cooler, go out and get yourself some hogs. They could do that. And of course, uh, our good folks out at Brandon Fort, that'll get you a truck, that'll get you out to the woods to go get all that stuff and shoot one and get it. All right, we're going to go. We'll be back. <music> Welcome back, everybody! Big and wild outdoors. Spring gun. the Swindle. not hanging out on a dreary, dreary Saturday. Lots of rain in the forecast. Looks like a sixty percent chance for today. Looks like eighty percent chance for tomorrow, and sixty percent chance for Monday. But uh, tomorrow is supposed to be the worst day. Cloudy, thunderstorms, windy, breezy, blah blah blah, that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a kind of a wet and not too fabulous weekend. So, whatever you do, go out and uh, have a little fun. Do what you're trying to do. A uh, story that came out this past week. I wanted to let you guys know that, the, you know, the FWC is always on your side. And you really should, if you don't, you should have their number in your cell phone. And regardless of uh, what you think their response will actually be, it needs to be reported. So no matter what it is that you feel, I don't care if it's fishing harassment, I don't care if it's hunting harassment, I don't care if it's uh, you see some guy on a pier somewhere that's pulling in undersized snook or grouper off the Fort DeSoto pier or anything else like that, you need to at least make a report. Because if you don't, then nobody knows nothing about nothing. And I can tell you right now, there's lots of people who are listening to this very show who consider themselves to be very outdoorsy and very within the know. But how many of you actually saw the report or actually heard about the story about the uh, alligators that they're finding, that seems to be, these days, all over the place with their heads and tails missing? Now, we like to refer to these scumbags as poachers who do these kinds of things. Um, They're saying that it's all the way. There's some that have been found in Tampa, some out on Lakeland. Heads and and tail. Yeah, heads and tails. It's Uh, just the body floating there. No, no, no! They just dump them on the side of the road. You know, they dump them wherever they, you know, they dump them out there and uh, you know, kill them and just you know, chop heads and tails off. So they're taking trophies for the head, you know, teeth, whatever, and Not all even stuff. utilizing the body. That's and that's then, of course, uh, taking the tail meat, you know, whatever it is that they're gonna. You and they're know,
0: leaving some of the best parts of the alligator laying right there.
1: Well, the, the fact is, is that it doesn't matter because even if you uh, had a tag and wanted to do that. At least she did it the legal way. This is all just poaching. That's all it is. It's basically poaching. But what always gets me is if I was to encounter a headless and tailless reptile on the side of the road, and I was an investigative reporter, who do you think I would be the first person I would call to get information about that from? Who do you think I would call?
0: Hmm. Well, if you were in the state, it would probably be our local FWC.
1: Okay, so you think I would go to law enforcement and say, Hey look, you know, this is what we need to do. Can you tell us more about it? What are you guys doing about this? But I love how news agencies they don't do that. They always go to those other places. Like The Sierra Club? Like Sierra Club or PETA or Croc Encounters. You know, an educational facility and go ask them their opinion on Nita what that was. does not help animals. No, wait, no. Wait, wait, wait knock. Wait. Whoa. Hey, yo, oh, wait, man. You're, as 20, as well. you're 20 something no, 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 years no. old. Let, let the kids speak. This is why <laughs> we get along so well. You're 20 something years old. You're not supposed to think that way. How, how do they help animals? and ah, they throw in dumpsters when they're done with them? My,
0: secondly, here's my point of that is I wouldn't throw around the educational facility part of that statement. Too, like lightly, because there's not a lot of those places that are educational at all.
1: Uh, I call them more of like indoctrinations. Uh, uh, places. There, you but,
0: now we're getting their cults. Uh, I
1: mean. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that uh, I love it because the director of Croc Encounters at the educational facility uh, told the reporter that under Florida state law, now this is all good. It is a felony to hurt or kill alligators. It's not clear who has been behind the mutilations. And the gentleman went on to say that he suspects the tails were cut off for meat and the heads may have been taken as a truck. Well, something I I could have told you. Uh, The recent incidents were only the only cases of alligators are being targeted, targeted in Florida. So it hasn't become a nationwide epidemic yet. But so so, uh, you know, at least according to this guy. But the, of course, now they get to the point where they, after they get their information from this Yahoo, they go to the FWNC and say, Hey, how bad are things going on there? I go, well, you know, in our reports, we found a nine footer. We found an eight footer. We found a couple other ones where they'd been trapped and had their heads and tails cut off. And, uh, you know, we've had some incidents where we've had to arrest some people. We had people that were going door to door, uh, trying to sell alligator meat and kind of things like that. And, uh, then of course they take the numbers. And, but I just thought it was one of those things where if it hadn't been for a jogger and a passerby and somebody else not reporting it, it would have never been at least oh, yeah. talked about.
0: We've had them down there at the ranch several times. I mean, Nick and those guys, one of the reasons why we got with Nick and those guys because they were dumping carcasses down there.
1: Yeah, and and you know, uh, you know uh, whether you like alligators or not... Uh, if you find something that doesn't look like it's supposed to be there, you really should call the FWC. And
0: this is a pub. Here, here's a PSA from Big and Wild Outdoors. Um, just like the people that sell the meat out of the back of their trucks.
1: Yeah, I don't. If they
0: uh, show up and say that they have fresh alligator meat and it's not vacuum sealed, tagged, you know,
1: has the number of the gators uh, uh, permit. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, kind of a professionally looking packaged item. Um, yeah, I wouldn't buy it.
1: Well, you know what? And I, 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 as soon as you said that, I know that there'd be somebody out there who would purchase it. To use as evidence against somebody, you know, and say, hey, look, they were in this little Ford, uh, you know, whatever, and they were dropping it off. Here's a license tag, and this is what I bought from them. You know, it's like saying, well, I bought these drugs off this drug dealer so I could get him to stay and get his tag number. You still purchased.
0: You, <laughs> you still committed. You a still committed a crime. You still broke the law.
1: So uh, don't even purchase anything from any of these. There are police yeah, you know,
0: officers that do that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's their job. If you can get the other information, that would be fine. I, I've never had anybody knock on my door. And offer me alligator meat, but I have had the steaks. Uh,
0: oh, I've seen it in the uh, parking the uh, parking lots of all kinds of grocery stores. Uh, I've never
1: been encountered at a grocery store. They usually – I love it. You get a truck that drives down the middle of the street, and you got two runners.
0: Where do you shop, Jonathan?
1: Where, huh? really? Where do you shop?
0: No, I'm serious. There's the the especially like when the guys were selling. They did a oh God, what was the shrimp? Company? Well, they turtles, were doing? There was there was a snakes. company. There, for a while, there was a company that they were hiring people to do that, and they would have a, literally, they would have like a four-by-four, probably, chest freezer in the back of their truck truck, with a generator running, and people would come up, like, walking out of Publix in places. We'd have guys, I'd have guys, hey, you you guys interested in buying some stuff? I mean, it was the weirdest, I'm looking at the guy like, seriously, I'm walking out of, you know, walking out of a Publix here, and, or cash and carrier wherever and they would just come up to you and say hey we were selling it's like the omaha steaks deal you see on tv you know no, like so it's nothing like that well but what i'm saying is is their deal would be like <laughs> hey we've got a package you can buy four t-bones uh, three filets and and it's this much money i think and, I, I think
1: i actually did ask one gentleman one time where this where the steaks come from where the beef was raised and stuff like that and he couldn't really give me no, an answer tell you. for it And the first thing I thought of was, you know, you think about all those guys who miss like one or two cows out of a herd, three or four cows out of a herd, and then you wonder, where is that meat all going to? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you think one person's actually eating all that stuff, or are they, you know, cutting it up, butchering it up, and then putting it in the freezer and running through your neighborhood knocking on doors? Yeah. Ding dong! Hey, it's sweaty, covered with sweat, you know, well, with a half-cut tank top, and going, hey man, would you be interested in buying some uh, steaks and meats and all stuff? I got a great special going on. My bought, ba- I love this, you know. We bought an overstock, and so we're out uh, hitting the streets, yeah. To see if anybody has. it. I'm like, going, yeah, thanks for coming.
0: Bye-bye. Well, it's like, and the bad part about it was, is there was a lot of, and a lot of people don't know this um i knew a lot of friends that a lot of the hispanics and stuff like that they were catching a lot of the illegals that were coming out there and they were basically cattle rustling and they were catching exactly what you say they'd cut off a couple whatever the easiest cows they could cut off they'd have a enclosed truck right there shoot them throw them in the back of the truck and they'd be like i know some guys that they busted in Wa and areas like that, driving down the road. They were driving down the road, the literally cows in the back. literally butchering the cows in the back of the truck as well, they were going. Go. And mm-hmm. then going and selling the meat and stuff. Now and, that
1: right there I probably wouldn't say no to because you know it's fresh.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Right ahead. laughs> well you know, I mean <laughs> the guy the guys who the guy that <laughs> cow that pasture it came out of, you know. I mean a little compensation would be nice.
1: <laughs> Where where'd this cow come out of? Right down the street, down here around uh, Parish, I think we just uh, pulled you know. It out I mean, <laughs> at least pin
0: a couple of hundred dollar bills to the fence post or something. Jeez. I,
1: it's beef, so it's really you know, it's a livestock crime. It's not a state or federal. Yeah, you know, I mean, alligator that's fed, deer that's state. So exactly. cattle, cattle, that's the guy that's going to show up in your like door you said, with two of his wrestlers uh, beating the crap out of it you in your own front yard. Yeah, that's that's the that's how the difference is. All right, we're, we're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for staying with us on this dreary day today. If you want to call and uh, complain, it's 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. Braden, Jonathan, we're taking a quick break. We'll be right back.